sudden you're on the dance floor. Yeah. And, all of a sudden, and then you're there. <laughs> the bright lights. <laughs> Wait, how did I do this? How did I get here? <laughs> Takes over. <laughs> oh, hey, thanks for joining us. Well, it's us and it's you. And we're here for the Bridge Podcast. Today, we're actually talking about listening to Christian music for 30 days. The Bridge Podcast is made possible by our great sponsor, Boardwalk Plaza Hotel and Victoria's Restaurant. It steps away from the ocean and away from all the worry on the boardwalk in Rehoboth Beach. And hopefully, you know, if you've been following along with a couple of the other podcasts on uh, reading your Bible for 30 days and praying for 30 days, then you're going along with us on this journey to form some habits that are going to make a positive impact on your life. Bill Sammons is here from The Morning Show. Hi there. Hey, Bill. Denise, your always lovely co-host. Hello. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) And Mark is here. Not as lovely, but that's why we have him on The Afternoon Show. That's right. Ruggedly (laughs) handsome. Oh. You've heard that face for radio joke, I'm sure. Does not apply to Mark. Does not apply to Mark. (laughs) See? Yeah. And I'm Andrew, Director of Marketing at The Bridge. Um, it's always our pleasure to join you here at this table and discuss these things. Um, it's not just a reflection for us, but hopefully it's having an impact on your life as well. So if you find these podcasts helpful, be sure to share them with a friend. Today, we're actually joined by Dr. Ada Gonzalez. Now, she's a marriage and family therapist in Milford, Delaware. Isn't that right, Bill? Mm-hmm. And she's also done extensive study on the impact of music in our lives. Uh, you had a chance to speak with her and get into some of her thoughts on music, the studies that she's done, and the impact that it can have on our lives. Let's take a listen to what Dr. Ada has to say. And that's why I recommend Christian music instead of any other music, because it has a big, big impact in your brain, in the in your whole brain. It comes in through the cerebellum, the lower part of the brain, into the brain. That means it doesn't go through your rational side of the brain first. So you don't think when you are listening to music first, oh, is this a good message for me to think about? It just comes. So if you have made a good choice and you are listening to Christian music like in the bridge, um, that positive words that encourage you come into your brain before you have a chance to even reason about it and it changes your mood. It helps you feel more positive. It helps you bring hope. When you are listening to things that are the opposite and they, they, are, uh, you know, they are not hopeful music and they are more hurtful music talking about bad stuff, the same thing happens. So it's the old garbage in, garbage out uh, situation only with life and death uh, situations involved, really. And especially, uh, Dr. Ada, when it involves our, our young children, right? You know, they tell their parents, oh, we just like the beat. We are just listening to the music. But the words that go with that music are talking about killing yourself or killing people or the world is a horrible place and all these negative messages. And they stay there. And the kids go and do horrible things to themselves or to others without even thinking. They cannot explain why they did it. Well, because it's there. The music has brought it there. And it's... It's scary in that way, but it also tells us how, how important it is to have places like your station in order to contrast that with good, positive music. That's why I like to suggest to them to listen to the bridge. That's kind of shocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sobering. Yeah. 
I can remember times when um, I was a kid, you know, and you'd have your chores to do, like I'd have to cut the grass. And I would pop in, this will date me maybe a little, but I'd pop a tape in my Walkman. What's that? Yeah. (laughs) Well, see, when I would carry a Walkman, Bill may have had to carry a a large LP. A (laughs) boombox. Oh, a boombox. Okay, man. (laughs) On his shoulder. I carry an orchestra. How did you push the lawnmower with that whole thing? All right, it's enough. All right. right, Did you just point the horn right into your ear? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow, yeah, that... So I would, you know, try to get the grass cut, but I'd have on, you know, rock music or something like this. And I'm not, I'm not thinking anything of it. I'm trying to escape a little bit from the drudgery of the work. But apparently I was also laying down these foundational beliefs, yeah. I guess. I was just made keenly aware of the fact that there is the only time you have a choice of when it gets in is the actual listening part. Mm whether you choose to listen to it or not, because once it starts playing and it starts going in, you can't decide, um, you know, oh, I'm not going to absorb this music. When she talked about how, how it just goes right into our brain, it's already in there. The only time that we have that choice is, whether, is what, you know, we originally start out with before we push play. That picture reminds me of the siren call in, uh, was it Jason and the Argonauts? That old, you know, the old Greek, okay. No, no. No, it's, going uh, too far. The Odyssey. Right, it's back the up, Odyssey. Back up. Yeah, the Odyssey, right. And then they were sailing and they went past an island that had these uh, sirens or these creatures that would, Mermaid-like. they would sing and it was beautiful and it would draw them in. But as they got closer to the island, they would smash their ships on the rock. So it's the opposite of a lighthouse that yeah. kind of drew them okay, in. Yeah. The sirens call. Yeah. And what you were describing there, that picture just popped in my mind mm-hmm. of a siren's call. You you don't know until it's too late that you've fallen into it. I have, you know, I got into music not via Christian music. Just as a as a middle schooler, I fell in love with these rock bands, and I still love that music. But I have to be very careful about my circumstances when when I'm listening to it because. I have great memories attached to these songs, going to concerts and, and stuff like that. But if that's all I'm listening to, if that's all I'm focusing on, I'll actually unintentionally put myself into these terrible moods, mm-hmm. have yes. terrible perspective. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, we'll, my wife and I will go on stints and we'll listen to these old artists from high school. And, and one of us will have to say, okay. All right, we have to put those away for a little while. This right. is we can't. Hmm. It's been a week of listening to this, and I'm feeling it. You know, that's amazing because not only do you remember the lyrics to the songs from back then, mm. but you can remember where you were yeah. and what you were doing and and what was happening in your life when you were hearing those songs. That's pretty. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Pretty monumental. The the impact that it has, and so subtly. It's mm-hmm. very, yeah. and not only the location and the time, but the emotion, yep. right? I, I definitely resonate with what you're saying, Mark. It feels sometimes when, when you have that favorite song, you know, and you go back and you listen to it, it evokes those memories, like you said, and it evokes that emotion, and then it becomes like a whirlpool, yeah. you know? It becomes like this feedback loop, is I think is what they call it, you know, mm-hmm. when you put two... Uh, yeah, you know, right? And so it's it there it comes in and I oh yeah, oh, bittersweet memories. And then you play it again yeah. because you want to you think that this will get me out of it. And nope. Down you go a little yeah. deeper and a little deeper and a little deeper until like you said, you've got these 
terrible emotions washing over you. Yeah. There's so. a, the song "Old Lang Syne" Dan yes. Fogelberg. There's a yes. there's a lyric at the end of that where he says, "For a moment we were back in school, yep. and the music stops, and he says, and that old familiar pain." Yes, yeah. there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah, yep. yeah. yeah. Dan Fogelberg for all you young. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but you know, on the opposite side of that. If you are in a place in your mind where you're recalling and you're regurgitating and you're going through all these difficult, depressing things, thoughts, Mm. um, you can use positive music like you hear on the bridge, that encouragement that will really turn your perspective around. And it doesn't take long before you realize, wow, I'm feeling better. Mm Mm-hmm. And the the one thing that changed was just what you were putting into your ears, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is getting into your mind and then ultimately into your heart and your soul. I tell you what, this is the, I think this is the, the golden age of Christian music right now. Um, just because the internet makes it so easy for all of these churches and worship leaders mm-hmm. to make their own albums. And, and there's just so much coming out these days that you know whatever style you're into if if you really love hip-hop music or really heavy rock Mm -hmm. there is encouraging christian music out there for you and it's really easy to find yes just a simple google search um can find these artists that that are like your your i'll call mainstream artists absolutely i had a uh there was one artist i don't think he records anymore but his name's bbj bbj has got a plan in the man he's not anyway i'm gonna stop (laughs) i don't i don't rap that well but bbj does well it was was. for a sussex county boy (laughs) bbj is great and he reminds me his sound and his style they remind me of um um oh gosh what's the popular artist i forget um anyway <laughs> but it reminds perfect you. so popular <laughs> so popular wiped, but i love bbj's message and and i loved his whole album and every now and then i'll go back and listen to that album and it does it lifts you up and um and it's completely a genre that i don't typically mm-hmm. listen to there's actually a website you can you can google it and it will compare mainstream artists with christian artists so mm. if you like oh cool. name somebody it'll say uh, here's here's the alternative, the Christian alternative for that. So yeah. if your excuse is why well, you know I don't I like this style of music, that's not an excuse anymore. Not even it's right. out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, and that would that could be a great a tool to help some, a, a new believer mm-hmm. uh, to help your kids if you're trying to find music that they enjoy right. but with a good positive message. That would be a really good mm-hmm. useful tool. Sample the same style of music and mm-hmm. the lyrics though. Completely right. different right. direction. Even you know, you you go into your your middle or high schooler's room and you see a, a new poster of an artist that you don't recognize. You could, I mean, literally just you know, Christian artists like blank, mm-hmm. and you could probably yeah. find something, and you know, yeah. maybe maybe turn that on in the car or uh, mm-hmm. you know, order that CD and and potentially exactly what you said, mm-hmm. Denise, uh, be able to steer them towards something yeah. that might be more life giving if you're worried about the lyrics of that artist. Now, I can remember a friend of mine, um, very dear friend, we grew up together, we're, we're very close, and when his first child came along, um, and we would drive here or there, he would have, you know, say country music on, for instance, and I can recall one song that, uh, just terrible imagery, right, in, in this country mm-hmm. song. And when it got to the rough parts, either the bad words or the rough imagery, he didn't want that getting into his daughter's mind. Mm-hmm. He was conscious enough to turn the volume down when yeah. those rough words came on. Right. But 
she knew every word to that mm. song other than those little parts she probably knew that and too. she probably knew that too yeah. exactly <laughs> and um you know and 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 their lives have changed a little bit now too and, and and i don't think that he's you know as influenced by some of those songs anymore but it's interesting to hear what dr ada had to say about the influence it has on our young people on our mm-hmm. children mm. um and that's you know why the bridge is so important especially driving in the car we have what we call the mary rule right? yeah <laughs> it was named after my daughter mary when she was little what was she, Denise? Maybe three or four when she we was came three, up with I this. Think. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Mary rule is that we won't say or play anything on the bridge that will start a conversation between mom and Mary, or your child or grandchild, that you didn't want to start on your own terms. Mm-hmm. For instance, mommy, what is blank? Mm-hmm. And we don't want to be the people that started that conversation because we want you to have that conversation when you're ready to have that conversation with your mm-hmm. child. Right. And, uh, when you listen to the bridge and then you flip over, which I just did a couple of days ago, and mm-hmm. listen to other stations and what they're doing, talk about a contrast mm-hmm. <laughs> that we're looking out for the family, we're looking out yes. for the kids. Because like Dr. Ada said, there's no filter. It comes in, it's 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 run through, and it's remembered. Right. So it's, right. there's an impact. So what do you do when, uh, Denise, you, you mentioned making a conscious choice or an effort to pick life-affirming messages in your music. Um, where do you start? I know that we've been challenging folks to listen to Christian music, and hopefully they're listening to The Bridge for 30 days, but where do you go from there? How do you, Bill had a good you know, uh, comparison, mainstream uh, genre to Christian mm-hmm. music comparison, but how do you choose you know, which songs to start playing. You know, you can explore, like, uh, exactly what Mark said. If you have a favorite artist, you can Google what artists are similar. Mm-hmm. You can... Uh, I I love YouTube. Mm-hmm. And one of yeah. the things that I love about it is if you have a particular artist that you heard a song and you really appreciated it, and maybe it impacted you in one way or another, you can actually... Um, like their channel, subscribe to their channel, and then you can just keep listening over and over to the different songs in their channel, mm-hmm. um, and you be able to see uh, a lot of those have lyric videos where you can watch the lyrics while you're listening to the songs. There is such a power in that, right? Um, that helps our memory as well. So beyond just singing the right words when they come up, because that can be embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your kids to the concerts no. too; that helps, right? Yep. I know my daughters, um, they went to a Four King and Country concert. It was at the Delaware State Fair. And uh, I don't think they listened to them much before that, but they came away fans because they, they mm-hmm. got to hear the guys talk, got to hear some of the songs that, right. that aren't played mainstream uh, Christian radio, and uh, they came away fans. I don't so think you could helps. walk away from a Four King and Country concert that's without true. becoming a fan. <laughs> yeah. They are phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good, a good uh, stepping off point. What about introducing or inviting others um, you, you know, you, you might have made a choice to listen to more positive music, but all those around you, when you hop in someone else's car, when you're at a party, when you're with your family and they say, no, 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 I want to listen to such and such. Um, and you've made a choice to keep going in this direction. How do you, you know, invite them to take the challenge or how do you invite them to start listening to what you found to be so encouraging? Just invite them. uh, Maybe even challenge them. I I specifically remember a mom who shared with us that her daughter uh, was going through a really, really difficult time. Uh, In fact, she was going through a a divorce. Mm. 
Um, she had teenage children. She was really distraught, and she lived in Baltimore at the time. She was visiting her family in Delaware, and when she left that particular night, her mom was so worried about her. She said, I want you to turn on the bridge. Hmm. She said, in every 10 minutes, I want you to pull over on the side of the road and call me and tell me what song you're listening to. Because she wanted to make sure that she was listening to the bridge, that she was hearing the music. Uh, Because she felt that strongly that the messages that she would hear would lift her up, would help her not to be so despondent. And um, later on, when I heard this testimony, we actually talked with her daughter. And her daughter said, you know, the first song that I heard was Stronger by Mandisa. And she said, I really sat on the side of the road listening to that song and just tears rolling down my Mm. face just hearing that message that uh, of that I'm stronger, you know, that mm-hmm. that I can survive this and I can do more than survive. It's a good fight um, song. Yes, it's absolutely. Very good fight song. Absolutely. We got a letter from a young man, he was a senior in high school. He actually he actually sent a letter and said, "I should have written you this a year ago." But he said he was on his way to uh, take his life, senior in high school, and he uh, somehow the radio came on uh, the bridge and yeah, he heard um, he heard me say "Don't give up," and then he heard a song by, I believe it was down here, and uh, he turned his car around, didn't take his life. We another story. We had a, a lady with a gambling addiction was sitting at a local casino, and she was uh, she was white knuckling it not to go inside. She didn't want to, but she wanted to, mm-hmm. and uh, she called a friend. And the friend said, "Just turn on eighty eight seven right now. Listen to the bridge right now." And uh, she did, and she didn't go in. It, yeah. Music is powerful. Music is music, and mm-hmm. that we play is the word of God, mm-hmm. and the word yeah. of God does not return void, which means it doesn't go and hit a wall and fall to the ground. Yeah. It ha- something happens. It's yeah, alive. Exactly. It speaks to you. It can, it can have a big impact, just like the word of God can, because it often is the word of God. Absolutely, and that's a great way to remember it. How did you learn uh, your ABCs? Sing song. You, you right. did it with a song, mm-hmm. A, B, C, D, because melody aids memory. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way if you want to learn scripture. There's no better way, in my opinion, than to listen to the scripture being sung if you want to remember I, it. I do love the songs that have either scripture right in them or they've you know, reworded and they look directly at scripture. They uphold scripture and the scripture is then, like you said, it's consumed and it's held right in the heart. And with song lyrics, it's not just uh, the songs about drugs and and you know, all that stuff. Um, it, it's the mentality of self and, you know, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to do this for me. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. so even, even if it doesn't seem like a bad thing, when you're constantly listening to those types of songs over and over again, you're being taught a message, mm-hmm. um, a message that isn't grounded in Jesus because it's not about following rules. That's not what Christianity is. And sometimes we boil it down to that, but sometimes it's those very subtle things where yeah. uh, that you're being taught in lyrics things that aren't biblical, even right. if they're not, you know, frowned upon. Mm-hmm. You know, you might get away with it for a long time. Yep. But yeah, excellent. So while we're in the midst of the 30-day challenge or the read, pray, listen challenge, it's a time to get into your Bible read for 30 days, you know, whether that be through a devotion or just verse a verse a day or a chapter a day or a book a day, something of this nature. And then also to pray, pray deliberately over your concerns, over the concerns of people in your in your life, 
and then also to listen, listen to Christian music. And we encourage you to listen to The Bridge, of course, but you can pick up some of these other resources that we've pointed out and listen to Christian music for 30 days so that it impacts your life. After discussing listening to Christian music and its impact on our lives and hearing from Dr. Ada Gonzalez, what would you say would be a good takeaway for someone if they're still, eh, maybe I, I, may, I love my music, I don't want to give it up? <laughs> Well, specifically the way you just said that, I love my music. I don't want to give it up. I personally love a lot of artists that aren't Christian artists. And so I think an easy thing that you can take away from listening to this is, oh, that music is, it has to be gone. It's sinful for me to to have this in my life. And um, I don't believe that's true. Um, I do believe you have to be so careful you can't just be you can't be super casual with it because like dr ada said whatever you're listening to your brain is taking it in without Mm. without actually counting the cost of what you're taking in Mm -hmm. so it's not something that can be so casual which is crazy because music is casual casual time right (laughs) yep well i would say measure your mood Mm. yeah when you are listening to whatever it is you're listening to are you feeling better about your relationship with God, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your family and those around you, are you feeling worse? That's great. Yeah, that is good. I love that. No more Dan Fogelberg for me. (laughs) (laughs) I would, if I could just kind of wrap up my thought on, I would say uh, be discerning. And um, if I can just speak as a dad, after hearing Dr. Ada with the warning, and that is uh, monitor what your children are listening to, print out the lyrics and read them, and I think you'll be surprised, and um, and then take the appropriate action. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you enjoy this discussion on listening to Christian music for 30 days. And if something that we said really struck a chord, then visit. Oh, I see what you did. You there. like that? Yeah. yeah. Visit our website for the complete show notes. At, oh, notes. You're good. Yeah. I, yeah. I got three more. <laughs> <laughs> it's a full score. Ah. So, <laughs> How do you measure this? <laughs> Listen, check us out at 887thebridge.com. We've got complete show notes. Be sure to download the Bridge mobile app to get the latest episodes of this podcast. And if you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to share it with someone that you love. 